welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy and as always, Leo. How are you, sir? Forget buying WWE. Please purchase us. We are for sale. Give us your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I can't even deny that. <laughs> Everything's got a price. Your money. I'm a little bit broken after this week. To be fair, I'm not. I've you, got you some can watch all this parts. Awful, you can watch this all this story again. You want. <laughs> give us money. I mean, how dare I? Try and get sympathy. Look, we're not even going to introduce Demo. I love it. I nearly, for the first time, actually introduced him first. Then my brain and went to say, "Demo, it's coming. The moment is coming. <laughs> Your time is up. My yeah. time is now." <laughs> How are you, anyway, Demo? Are you good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Can't complain. I mean, I can and I will throughout the rest of this journey that we're about to take together. But for now, I'm good. <laughs> so let's. Uh... This is your favorite time of the week. You told us. I did, and you know what, Gio? Today might be an elite level of that favorite time of the week. And you know what? Let's just a little story. So last night, for the first time in months, Demo and I are playing games, chatting in Discord, and we think, I know, let's watch NXT. Why not? We do a wrestling podcast. Might be useful to watch some wrestling together. And what a night I we chose! Wrestling. <laughs> oh, I watched wrestling live for the first time in months. Yeah. <laughs> NXT, by the way, pretty good. Not going to lie. But what a mm. night to choose. So we weren't really too sure what we were going to talk about. And then last night, the internet wrestling community on Twitter decided, we'll give you some content. <laughs> yes, well, they did. Let's talk about that main event and how Grayson Waller ate dirt. It was very good. I have to say, it was quite good. It was a good show. Why are you talking about it as a main event? It was mid-card. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. What a weird. Okay, but what a weird ending to that match. I think. Yeah. It, I think it was attempt to try and make Grayson Waller look like he can hang, you know, to build up the next match. That's what it felt like, but it just it came across quite weird. That's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, same. That's uh, but it was good, and I think in a cage they could probably put on quite a match. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so WWE obviously Vince is back, and then during the day, Stephanie McMahon resigned. Which everyone freaking out, she didn't want to be here, <laughs> like, she's okay. been looking for a way out That's, for a long time. Before we, like, before we even all, touch on that part of it, yeah, Vince is back on the business yes. side not creative side this is the thing so vince it wwe is vince whatever like shareholders board it's 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 his company whatever he does right stephanie mm -hmm. never wanted to be here so she stepped what? in while that was all going on and nick khan he is literally brought in to sell things if you look through his cv nick khan sells things that's what his job is plain and simple Get value, which is what they did. They ditched a load of uh, talent. They got the value sorted. They then were like, okay, we've got to get the product now up. Triple H has done that. Bring back a little bit of talent because the prices are all up. Now is the perfect time to sell. What these internet wrestling fans are failing to understand, though, is there is a separation between business and creative. There's, yeah, there's, WWE is two different things. There's WWE, the business which yeah. is publicly listed on the stock exchange. You might have seen that due to you guys being idiots, they're making profit and their company is worth more than it's ever been worth. So well yep. done. Brilliant. Good start. And then there is WWE, the entertainment product. They're two very distinct, separate entities of one he, business. Similar to the fact how you've got um, LeBron James. LeBron James is a superstar. He is also a business. Kanye yeah. West used to be a superstar and a business. Kim Kardashian, all of these things have two entities to the same product he's got nothing to do with the hirings the firings the stories the bookings the outcomes of all the that that's that's not him he's in charge of the tv deals and the merchandising and all that goobly gob that's the difference yep yes actually for once geo you've actually explained something quite right <laughs> What scares me is that these people like have jobs, like we might rely on them 
to do things. Thankfully for us, we, we won't for the most part. Can you imagine? This was happening like, at 3 a.m. in the morning. High-powered high jobs. Some of these people... Geo should stuff. be worried. Like, like, some of the people talking are doctors, and I know Geo needs doctors. So, Geo, <laughs> just check their wrestling fans before you yes, agree yes. to any... When you go to any do doctor's appointment, ask if they're an internet wrestling community member. And if they are... And if leave. they are, fucking run. <laughs> yeah, leave. <laughs> this talk is where Gamo's notes are going to come in because I was looking at his notes and I was just like uh -oh. this is wrestling yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but it is, let's, it is let's go on. so then last night the Kermit guy on Reddit who is quite reliable that's not like some of the stuff he's put he has got a decent track record he what put out that, that WWE had been sold to Saudi Arabia so the Saudi Public Investment Fund yeah. Right, and the then five hundred and thirty the billion dollar company. The world on Twitter fell out of its ass from a wrestling. WWE is dead. AEW wins was yep. the the biggest takeaway from it. Like I saw we one said jokingly in our Discord chat about women wrestling all covered up. I actually saw it on Twitter as people think I've actually seen it written today. Someone tagged me and said, "You know." If Saudis buy it, the women are fucked. Actual words. Like, no. <laughs> Just no. There is uh, a belief that if the Saudi, t Saudi deal went through, that the women would either be taken off of TV or forced to be cover up. Okay, right. So you've got that because when we go, when the, when the product goes to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, the women follow their cultural beliefs and cover up okay fine As if that's what you want to believe that's yes. what you want to believe now the saudi public investment fund owns shares oh, a yeah. heavy amount of shares in take two interactive take two interactive which is a part of 2k games other women wrestling covered up in the game no because it's an americanized product and it's a europeanized product because that's the target market so they're not going they're probably not going to change anything irl okay some of the companies that you got, they have massive amount of shares in Facebook. Do people get banned for posting the bikinis on Facebook and Instagram? Because if you're part of Facebook, you're part of Instagram. I mean, if they no. did, I wouldn't have anything to look so, at. Here's, here, here's where I like... Live Nation sells here's, tickets here's to scantily clad women. Yes. Here's where I'd like to laugh at the internet wrestling fans. So they're upset that WWE might possibly... Be bought up by Saudi Arabia, right? Mm hmm. AEW is run by Pakistan. <laughs> Hello. I mean, I mean, you got a point there. I just, it's money. Like, the Saudis aren't going to do anything. They just see money. That's what that public investment fund is. Yeah, like, business. they bought Newcastle. Isn't that the same group? Yeah. Well, yes. again, business, entertainment. Just because they're Buying the business doesn't mean they're running the entertainment. Yep. No, they, they, they don't care. Oh. See, I honestly think my gut is that he'll sell it, take a massive bag, and he'll dip. I honestly do home. believe that, that he'll dip again. Stephanie, like, people need to realize that she didn't want to do this. You're like, she's been looking for a way out for so long, you know? You're telling me the rumors of WrestleMania getting changed to two nights of Roman Reigns versus Mustafa Ali on night one and Roman Reigns versus... Listen, I'm, I'm here for the Mansour Goldberg run, though, the undefeated streak. I'm, I'm here for it. He's gonna I'm here Hogan. for Hogan and Taker and everyone turning up on Friday. Let's go. Look, he's going <laughs> to drop... He'll drop one belt to Mustafa Ali and then he'll drop the other one to Mansour. <laughs> yes. Well, I, 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 that, so I put a list in our Discord group chat today of 17, technically 18 companies, which the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund have high amount of shares slash ownership in. And for a country, because um, a lot of the, a lot of the talk about the negativity of Saudi Arabia in regards to WWE comes from the North American region. No, no disrespect, Geo. But, like, quite a lot of those companies are quite big in America. Disney. You got, so people are going to boycott WWE. Do you, watch, uh, do you watch Disney products? Shut your mouth, then. 
Boeing jets, okay, cool. You don't really get a choice in your jets. You can't go, well, I'm not flying on that one, so I'll let you off for that one. Your Facebook or Instagram accounts, okay, shut the fuck up then. Citigroup, okay, Bank of America, quite a big thing in America, I reckon, is that one? Uber. Get yourself over to Lyft or Bolt, pal, because you're not using Uber again. Berkshire Halfway. Electronic Arts, okay. Electronic Arts are a bit trash in terms of video game company, but they're also the biggest video game company out there. Yeah. Like I've already mentioned Take Two Interactive. 2K games are part of Take Two Interactive. Activision and Blizzard. Okay, there were a bit of an issue there not too long ago, but that had nothing to do with the Saudis. That was just the CD, CD men that worked there. And I think we've all played World the Saudis World Warcraft the at one point in our yeah, lives. Yeah. Everyone has Nintendo. played World of Warcraft. Nintendo, all right, boycott Pokemon, shut the fuck up. Nordic Games Group, which do a few different gaming things. Carve Communications, which ain't a massive thing, but it's still, you know, global communication company. Newcastle United is the biggest one that I would mention on, because obviously you guys don't know football slash soccer as much as we do. The Saudis bought Newcastle, but they don't run Newcastle. They got a team who they trusted to run the product properly. Yep. to come in and build and a product that is say, better for the fans. They are building a very, very good team there, and the Saudis are nowhere to be seen. Nope. The only thing we see from the Saudis is the fans dressed up as Saudis, which, you know, it's questionable. Questionable. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. That's all we've got. Yeah. I just... Um, then, yep, next one, Live Nation, one of the biggest ticket distribution companies in the world. Cool. You're going to give up that? Okay. SoftBank Group. And then, most importantly, Twitter. Elon Musk owns Twitter, but it's funded by the Saudi Public Investment Fund as well. It's just crazy. And then today, it's all been pretty much shot down that it's not even a done deal. Yeah. I just, like, the stuff I read is everything that's wrong with wrestling. Like, over the last 24 hours... The dirt sheets have been made to look really silly for talking nonsense. I think they were all just jumping on, trying to be the first to like tweet something out. Um, I think, yeah. And they just made themselves look silly. I, I will say that um, everybody's favourite, Sean Ross Sapp, was very clever in that he was tweeting it out, but putting at the end of each tweet, none of this was confirmed. Yes. But he was the only one who actually came up with none of this is confirmed. But he jumped on the bandwagon because he wanted to get as much people going to his Patreon as he could. Fair, you're a business at the end of the day. But at least he was the only one that I will say was putting none of this is confirmed. Everybody else had gone into panic mode. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know that because in case you guys don't remember, John Ross has me uh, blocked. <laughs> Why am I not shocked? It doesn't shock me. Yeah. You don't remember this, Gary? When yeah. we first started the podcast, you sent me yeah. something the ring from him, and I was like... I sent him, it was about Bobby, Bobby Lashley's return. I was like, oh my God, he's coming back. And Jerry was like, what is this? I can't open it. <laughs> I was like, oh, then you're blocked by Mr. Ross. <laughs> but yeah, and then today, some tweets have come out, obviously, from Helwani, who does actually have decent sources, has said that it's all completely false. John Alba came out saying this is what he's been told. This sort of news is not leaked to wrestling reporters. It goes to mainstream like Wall Street Journal, because they'd have to, if they're going private, that it would have to be the first place they tell it. Mm -hmm. It's just Yeah, because it's a, it's a publicly traded company at the moment, and if they were privatizing a publicly traded company or announcing the sale of a publicly traded company, they would have to announce it on the New York Stock Exchange before it was announced anywhere else. Now, I see, I, I, have, I have a little bit of WWE stock. Any sort of thing like that, they send you an email to let you know, like, this is what's happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, they would. And stuff like that, you would? Like, it's just... I have, like, a whole $6 invested in it. Go on, Gio. It's the Geo. That's probably worth about $7 now. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It cares, damn it. <laughs> um but see for me like i still think it's going to be somebody else i don't i unless they ridiculously overpay my gut still thinks it'll be comcast i think it's going to be a disney fox see fox because... i could imagine would probably be the one that wants it the most just don't know if they could afford I, I, I mean, Endeavor like, is another one. Imagine having UFC and WWE. I mean, that is back. I don't think like, Fox is buying it. I think Disney's <laughs> buying it. 
but Disney owns Fox. So I think Disney's going to buy it and air everything on Fox. Mm. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. But yeah, Fox Fox would love it. And yeah, Disney got it. Yeah, I mean, Fox would be the perfect because then they'd have, they'd just give themselves all three shows and just do what they're doing. They're obviously not going to put yeah. WWE on the Disney channel. So I think, honestly, it would go to, you know, Disney owns Fox. They own ESPN. I think it would go towards that route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the Saudis could throw a lot of money at it. And if they do, I don't think Vince will stick around. <laughs> on top of that, that just means they'd move the network again over to Disney Plus, which I'm, I'd be okay with one less subscription. <laughs> yep. No, you'd have to boycott that subscription because the Saudi Public Investment Fund have shares in Disney. Sorry. Oh, it's yeah. The rules now. Whoever but, buys it, they, they've got money you know in all of it. You know how hard it is to review something when you got to watch it through fucking Peacock and they don't list it; they just list it by season. It's annoying. Do you know what I find annoying? That they used to on the network have the thing where you could skip to matches, and now they don't do that anymore. Like, yeah. Oh, look, I need to find this certain Raw. It doesn't even give me a year. It just says season one, two, three. Shocking. Horrible. But yeah, I, I just don't... I just don't I, it just scares me how little business knowledge anyone out there has. None of it has been yeah, about finances. The only office. people that you should be worried about, like reporting it, is finance guys. Yeah. Like straight up, um, yeah, shocking. And like the whole, the whole thing, yes, unreal to read. some of the stuff that I read. Yeah, y'all, y'all were lucky that I'm banned in the one Discord from being in a live wrestling chat because yeah, I really feel like that. to be like hey, idiots. You would, yeah, they were. <laughs> entertainment what i find really funny is that um they were they went into idiot mode so i went in on wind up mode and um got a few nibbles and then just started like just asking like legitimate questions and now they're refusing to talk to me because they don't actually have an answer to me my favorite one actually was um someone saying that um once the sale went through the price of stocks would fall through the floor Oh, to which I replied, yeah. which, no, to which I replied, it's a private company, wouldn't have stocks. Yeah. Yeah. There are no <laughs> stocks. It's just, <laughs> when I read that, you're just like, come on. Again, in order to go private, they have to, they'd have to give us our stuff. It wouldn't so be a dirt sheet stuff. that leaked it if they had, to, when they're done. It would be mainstream first. Yeah. Like, stuff like that doesn't get leaked. You know? If that had been if it had been leaked and they were telling me the source was the Wall Street Journal, I'd maybe be thinking, okay, maybe this has got some legitimacy to it. But I'm not going to believe it because this man from uh, Brian Alvarez's mate from uh, MatchWrestling.net has said it might happen because this guy knows fuck all. Brian Alvarez knows fuck all. Sean Ross Sapp knows fuck all. Uh, Meltzer, fuck all. Nobody. I mean, Brian Alvarez even tweeted that Triple H resigned. Hasn't. Yeah. He's been, and that one has been regularly stressed. He is in charge of live events and talent. I don't think Nick Khan and Vince right now give a damn what Triple H is doing. Just put a show out. We'll do the rest. Think of the money that could come, you know, from that. Like they could buy a whole new arena setup every show. <laughs> like they could get a new wrap yeah. every show. Like it could be a gold ring. It could be madness. This is WWE with money. You should actually feel excited. I mean, not you if you're guys. an AEW fan, because I mean, yes, okay, they've got money, but Saudis have got a lot but, of money. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd also hate to tell you this, but I was laughing at the thing that was reported where it was like people said they would leave if if they. You can't leave a, a sealed contract. It doesn't work like that. You can't just say, I don't want to work here no more. I mean, you can. It will not financially beneficial to you or your family, but you can do it. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, you're going to get stuck home for the remaining of those years like they did with the WCW wrestlers. That's why mm -hmm. the invasion sucked. The invasion sucked because the, the big time guys were like, I don't got to go to work. WCW is paying me all those millions to just sit home yet. 
Just that's yes. why they make look like a Hogan or a Goldberg or a Nash or a Hulk because these dudes were, you know, they were they had contracts where it was like, oh, we don't gotta work, but we're guaranteed this money, so we can just sit home regardless and collect it. Exactly. So I mean, but you I know, mean, if, if you they go private, to... like imagine, like what? Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot that they could do. You know, mm-hmm. like what's Vince worth himself? Three, four billion. Throw, he throws no, a little bit I in think... himself. Saudi throws some I... in. Like Jesus. Christ. So I think I saw that WWE is currently worth at this at the current. This was a few hours ago. At this at the current in air quotes uh, trading price six point nine billion dollars. Jesus. Look, I if you're spending that much, you're not killing the product, are you? I look forward to the next few years of 109-man Royal Rumbles, okay? Uh, and Vince could be at the Rumble. There was a rumor last night. Before it all kicked off, someone, the rumor was that Vince might be at the Rumble. But yeah, honestly, I think pull- they're just trolling. I don't think too much will change. Like, Stephanie residing to me isn't as big a thing as everyone thought because I don't think you know, she she had already quit. She like most of her people had left during the pandemic stuff. She wants to go home and chill. She's done right. this all her life. Do you, don't forget, since do you a teenage girl. Most, do you know what the most absurd rumor I heard was? So I was looking at her. I was going through my stuff to see what we we're gonna like talk about and all that. On one of these Facebook like shit talking things, some dude circled a picture of the Miz on the Royal Rumble poster and he's looking the opposite way and they were like, it looks like he's looking the opposite way, like towards the sign. I think he's going to win the Rumble. Mansour is winning the Rumble. These people are. Mansour is winning the Rumble, 100%. (laughs) Yep, I said to put some money on it. Put money on Mansour winning the Rumble. Um, look, I got Ali. Right, speaking of the rumble, Jay White. You think he shows? Yeah. You think it's WWE bound or he'll be AEW Uh, bound or? I think he'll be WWE bound. Like I said, he's, I I was telling you guys earlier this week, he's got a loser leaves New Japan match coming up. So when is that? Is he going to be available for the rumble? Uh, hold on, I'll let you know now. Yeah, because um, they've also showed interest in his opponent, though, and brother, haven't they? So maybe they take Bro, all of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, most of the roster from New Japan think he wants to transfer to the United States immediate future. So February 11th, he's booked for that leaves, loser okay. leaves Japan. Yep. There you go. So yeah. Um, but maybe not the Rumble. but it doesn't have- stop it with the amount of crossovers we've seen you know carl yeah. anderson the neverweight champion you know nakamura fighting great muta we've seen quite a lot of stuff new japan literally are the forbidden door don't they like, go through new japan to get mm. to the other one yeah. <laughs> like they are that door it's quite funny uh, can i just say fuck off wrestling fans again one more time oh <laughs> bray wyatt acknowledges fans fears about his wwe future this is uh, a tweet in a, an article that's just linked right so because of their past rocky relationship that there have been fan concerns about bray wyatt's future if vince mcmahon takes over main roster creative it was noted that vince had returned yada 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 White was released in 2011 2021 sorry because vince was done in inverted commas with wyatt blah 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 about his physique his attitude yada 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 fan tweeted dear bray wyatt i know that you're not that man anymore but turns out i do have fear bray I have fear of losing you again from the WWE. That's my fear. Bray's Bray's now involved in this because he liked that tweet. That's quite a nice thing for a fan to say is that he, you know, he doesn't want to. Bray is an important part of his wrestling life. He's not saying, "Yep, oh well, I'm going to get sacked. Vince is back." Fuck off. Thank you. I'm I'm all right now. Deleted today. And like amount of dirt sheets that are fighting. So Sean Ross and JD from NY, who is awful, by the way. JD from NY is is probably like, you. Not, yeah. Huh? You love I him. cannot stand JD yeah. from NY. JD from NY is, well. is hard. <laughs> it's hard work. I've, yeah. You know, it's hard work. Oh, JD talks a lot of shit. But yeah, loads of them. Just 
Yeah, it's just ridiculous. And just fans. he makes me sound like a legit news source. <laughs> yes, Gia. Get your uh get your sources out. Get your sources out. What a night. Right. Tonight is no, it's not tonight, is it? No. What is it today? Wednesday. It is today. You know what that means? Yes. Yeah, by the way, guys, spoiler alert. We already called it. It's fucking Tony's store. That's where I was about to go. You think they go through with that? You think that's what it is? Do you think Tony realized that he can't do the let everyone think it's a surprise and no one's coming? I mean, Tony Storm and and Paige and the same team, sure. But yeah, I I think he didn't want to say, but realized from like his previous. Big surprise, surprise partner, and everyone getting excited. Yeah. And I think he's realized that didn't go down too well when it was a nobody. Everybody was so hyped. It was Mercedes Monet. See, I do think she'll do a couple of matches there. He's like, yeah, it's Tony Storm. <laughs> you know, I do think she'll do a couple of matches there at some point, but I don't think she'll sign. That's what I think. I do think she'll do a couple of matches everywhere, but I don't think she'll sign. Right. Anyway, I have to say though, Raw was pretty trash this week. I wasn't a big fan of Raw, but SmackDown, I was a much bigger fan um, because obviously See, the sat- I think that's the thing is like one brand does better for a few months and the other brand doesn't. Like a few months ago, it was the other way around. Yeah, no, no, there was nothing particularly wrong with Raw. Just it just felt like a bit of a nothing episode. You know, like Kevin Owens, Corbin was just, you know, you know, it's, it's Corbin, like it's a Corbin match. And it was, he wasn't, he wasn't going to win. Going to be all right. Yeah. I don't know what to think about Corbin. Like I wouldn't shock me if Corbin gets done soon because it's just a bit nothing, you know? Yeah. That's He'll all. show up on like impact or something. Yeah. At some point, I think, because I just don't see Dude, what else you can do. Cor- and he's perfectly good. Let's not be knocking Corbin. He's, he's done some good matches, no, some good feuds. That's the thing. He's, he, he's, a, he's the type of guy that will totally work and impact where there's not so many big names, and he can make a better name for himself. And you know who is making a better name for himself? Dominic Mysterio. Prison Dominic? Is the best thing in all of wrestling right now. I'm <laughs> just putting it out there. From the things we've said about Dominic, like, and to be fair, the tag team turmoil match wasn't terrible. Now, now he's straight out of, like, San Andreas. Yeah. I want him to I start said that saying yesterday. essay. <laughs> Listen to me, Holmes. I need, <laughs> if Conan doesn't Whoa. come out with oh. him at some point, we he's have failed in life. Cred. I want, they need to sign LAX and get him with Dominic. That's what we need. <laughs> um, Someone get Jack Swagger. He's yeah. got, he'll get them he's on the phone. He's got homicide on, the, on speed dial. <laughs> But yeah, it was um, it was just a bit of a nothing raw. But SmackDown, the obvious Sami Zayn being kicked out. When do you think it happens, though? That's the question. Got to be soon. Got to be soon. Left me do you think soon? Think at the Rumble, but that would mean Reigns losing. Like I, I feel like the Rumble would be a good place to do it but i mean he has got kevin owens this week on smackdown maybe yeah. I, I think they're gonna be stuck in an elimination chamber together like in the elimination chamber match and zane's gonna try to win it himself it's gonna totally fuck up the plan and that's what's gonna cause the breakup yeah i think it'll be done by the rumble because i do think we need sammy and ko to have their wrestlemania moment and take the tag titles off of the Usos. love the usos by the way um, their match with, oh my god, no, on SmackDown against the Brutes. Uh, no, against McIntyre. Banger Bros. Sorry, thank the you. The Banger Bros. Don't. Oh my god, Sheamus's tweet. <laughs> Sheamus's tweet was god tier of tweets. Yeah, it was uh, fair play to Sheamus. Oh my god, what is Gio <laughs> run away? He's run off. He's so excited. He's run across his room. <laughs> he remembered what Banger Bus oh was. God. Yeah, he's on that yeah, website. He's on, he's on the website Banger Bros right now. <laughs> it reminds me of the time WWE tried to use the name Submission Sorority for like a Charlotte team and they forgot about it. And we're like, um, oh, Sonya, 
Cage and uh, Mandy on it. It was what became that boring yeah. team page thing. Yeah. Fire and Desire. That were it. Fire and Desire. Oh, oh I remember fuck they were called the sorority, the, the sorority submission sisters and somebody said, hey, that's a porn. You can't do that. And Mandy was like, oh, watch my page then. <laughs> <laughs> um, One million dollars. <laughs> yes, yes. Like She'll be back in wrestling. She'll go make her money, wait till the boobs drop, and then she'll be back. It's fine. You, speaking like, of paying, did you guys hear that Brad Maddox, like after years, has finally just shown up out of nowhere and talked about it? No. Yeah, he did like... It's been like he's been in years of exile and hasn't really ever spoken up about it. He did like an interview and was like, yeah, I didn't leak that. It could have been leaked off my phone or something because people could steal passwords, but I totally didn't leak it. Um, It's disgusting. I don't know what this is about. I'm like, years later, you're finally going to talk about this? (laughs) He's he's, he's a bit of a nobody now, isn't he? Oh, Brad Maddox needs to do something. yeah. Amazing. Right, let's get on to Demo's five returns because we've got a new challenge that I've No, 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 no. Triple threats. Triple threats. Sorry. And then we've obviously got this new one that you've come yeah. up with, which I'm intrigued. I won't lie. I am intrigued. Um so got, let's get on to your triple threats. I'm gonna start I got off an idea that might make this more intriguing. Just wait. I'm gonna start off strong. Because I feel like I need to, because I'm I'm gonna go on a bit of a run. So I'm starting off strong with so of my five, the first one that I watched, and I watched this with you, Derek, was mm-hmm. the tag team match between Alpha Academy, RK Bro, and Rollins and Owens. For the Raw tag team titles, winner would go to WrestleMania as tag team champion. So there's quite a lot on the line. Yeah. And considering that two of them were a front together tag team. Considering that all six of them at the time appeared to be a front together tag team, obviously Alpha Academy have got the backstory, which a lot of people didn't may know about. <laughs> Off internet wrestling community here, a set of dicks. RK Bro obviously was a bit odd as a concept to begin with. Rollins and Owens, to make sense. But, well, the Rollins Owens thing was just trying to get them on WrestleMania, weren't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but fantastic match, well worthy of its place in the top fifteen from the fifteen that we've seen. I don't know if I'd actually put it in there if I got a chance to go through every triple threat match, but of the 15 that we've seen, one of the few that deserves to be on this list because it was a fantastic match. Everybody got to do their thing. It didn't feel like it was just, let's do a spot for the sake of a spot. It was very good, well-worked, well-choreographed, excellently um, executed match, so well done. Obviously, RK Bro came out with it, took the titles onto WrestleMania, which was the correct decision because you have to have Randy Orton. Like, also, I found that out that it manpower. was voted number 16 of one of the best matches of 2022. Terrifying that that was 16 of 2022, but top 15 all time. Yeah. <laughs> Triple threat so. matches. Yeah. But you know what? Says Fine. Um, the second one I'm going to pick was uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns versus... <laughs> Seth Rollins technically wasn't a triple threat, so it's technically a cheat that it was in there to begin with. However, there was a portion of that match that was a triple threat match, so I think that's how they've managed to scam it in. And because the pickings were so slim, I'm going to allow it. Obviously, it was Roman versus Lesnar. It was just suplex, 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 suplex. Just your standard. That's where Suplex City was born from, because that's where he said it first. He was like, what was a Suplex City, bitch? Uh, no, you're wrong, but carry on. Um, because really? he took John Cena to Suplex City yeah. at SummerSlam Summer of that Slam. year. <laughs> when that squashing of nope. Cena. Paul, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, after that match, was um, that's when he had the Suplex City bitch t-shirt. Um, and Paul Heyman was calling it Suplex City. Yeah, yeah. Because, no, I thought it was, so I, go- I went back and, yeah, John Cena was taken to Suplex City first. And I think it was actually Michael Cole that coined it. Could be wrong on that bit, though. But anyway, so it was just a standard boring match that didn't need to be on WrestleMania, but it was during the, we've got to shove Roman down your throat and make Roman a thing. Brock Lesnar is the thing. Fuck, yeah, it's not working. The, Seth they, Rollins they, comes in. I just in. remember the last Raw they did where they had, like, a shitty tug-of-war over the belt. Oh, God, yeah. I, so this is the thing, because 
they because of how they've changed the network and you can't skip to the beginning beginning of the match anymore. I clicked into the opening promo just as that bit was happening, and I had to pause to be sick. Um, so apparently, yeah, just... on that match though, he didn't find out that it was happening, Rollins, until the Rock and Rousey moment with Rich and Steph. Yep. There you go. There's a bit of knowledge because well, I read yeah. an interview to say, yeah, like Paul Heyman and Michael Hayes grabbed him and during that segment and said, this is. What's I feel like they should do that for all the characters, though. Like, not let them know the moment it's happening, but let them know maybe a few segments beforehand because it gives a better reaction. Uh, my only my only doubt of that is I can't imagine they didn't tell Brock. No, my, my I can't imagine Brock went into that match with that being thrown on him. Oh, I'm sure they the told the other two. They just didn't tell him it was going to be his moment. Which works like that works. Did like as long as I think I think it would. It gives it more of a thing if the the, the person doesn't know they're two, cashing in. Two questions for you: Does it deserve mm -hmm. to be on a triple threat match because no. of how it was done? No, like, but I'm glad it was because the rest of them were dog shit. Then Ziggler's one. Because uh, I, I think Ziggler's cashing was at the top ish. I think Ziggler's cashing probably meant more to the fans because it was like Ziggler's crowning moment. Mm. This was Whereas, more like an iconic wrestling moment. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this was. Yeah. And because I, I think it all doesn't of us, deserve like, to be on the triple threat when list. When the pyro oh. was going off and he was running down from the ramp, just the hype, you're like, oh my God, it's yeah. happening. <laughs> also, watching that, it back, that was a fucking, that man had a marathon to run down oh, that ramp to get to the ring. Did he bless him. That, that whole <laughs> arena. Do you know what's <laughs> funny, by the way, is I was watching some old wrestling and I and Sheik was coming out for about a while. I think it was WrestleMania 17. And... Bobby DeBrain Heenan says, by the time he gets to the ring, it'll be WrestleMania 38. And that's what we're approaching. So Iron Sheik, mate, should be at this WrestleMania. If they've got any sense, Iron Sheik has to be at WrestleMania. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, I don't think it deserves a spot in a list of greatest triple it wasn't, threat As you say, it wasn't a triple threat. It was a cash-in. And I think... It was a, but we did have a portion of the match that was a triple threat, to be fair. So I think, you know, we snuck it in for that reason. And I'm yeah. happy for it to be snuck in because I mean, despite... Despite the high hopes I had for my other matches, um, and hence why I picked them, they're actually just not very good. Or they were, but they weren't. So I'm going to go... I'm going to start with Edge versus Jeff Hardy versus Triple H Armageddon 2008. Again, at the time, should have been a banger. Yeah, so my issue with this one, and it's my issue with the next one that I'll talk about as well, is that it didn't feel like a triple threat match. More, it felt like a series of singles matches stitched in to make a triple threat. So it was more often than not, you had somebody on the outside or somebody down and we're just having a singles match. And it's just a bit like, eh. And then we had, I, 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 I can't remember the whole story and I didn't go into it because I just was like, I don't want any more to do with this match. Vladimir Kozlov came out. <laughs> <laughs> and interfered in the match to try and help Edge win. Yeah. Was and I that... don't know why, and I no don't want why. to know why. <laughs> no one knows why. <laughs> I, I know why. Okay. Um, and it was just like, so, what the fuck? Yeah. So the storyline at the time was the month before it was supposed to be Jeff Hardy versus Triple H versus Kozlov in a triple threat for the title. And then they were like, oh, man, somebody beat the bollocks out of Jeff Hardy. He's laying in a stairwell. What happened to him? Is it drugs? Like, they, they made it seem like it was so legit. So then it became Triple H versus Kozlov for the title. And then halfway through, Vicky Guerrero's like, it's still a triple threat because he's here. And everybody's like, oh, man, Jeff Hardy's here. And then Edge came out and took the is, title. Like, but why was he trying that, to stop? At that time, Triple H and Jeff Hardy were... Quite in sync, match-wise. Like, if you look back at yeah. some of their feud, because, like, when he got drafted to SmackDown, it was only really Triple H that was there to stop Jeff Hardy being at the top. Edge had only been back, like, a month, hadn't he? And I think it was very clear that Edge was... had like, quite a big, like, ring rust, I think, for that match, you know? Because when did he come back? Survivor Series, Edge? That year. Yeah. It was around that. But I just feel like... They didn't, if they had waited till after the Rumble yeah, time to do was, that triple threat, 
like it might have been better because I just don't feel like Edge was fully fit. And because Triple H and Jeff Hardy were in such their zone. He was out for like three months because he sold that. He actually went to hell at Survivor Series after Undertaker choke slammed him into a fiery pit. But yeah, it was his first heavyweight championship, wasn't it? That triple threat. That was Jeff Hardy's first title, yes. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Probably looking retrospectively, the right decision to have Jeff as the winner, but just the match was a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah, and, and I, I actually where... blame that on the timing of putting Edge in it. They had waited until like January um, when he'd been back a bit. A bit Triple H had Edge on his shoulders in like an electric chair position, and Jeff did the whisper in the wind. Hmm. Was it the whisper in the wind? or Yeah, whisper in the wind, because he'd already used Triple H for poetry in motion earlier. So he did a whisper in the wind, and it was just so awful, and Edge landed really badly on his head, and I'm like, oh shit, this is not good. I'm like, just the match was just awful. Um, next up is um, Redacted versus Triple H versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania oh. 20. Um, again, his first wrestle, his first WrestleMania main event, and his first world title run. Um, Redacted. Nothing, nothing Everything wrong with the match. <laughs> nothing wrong with the match. Like it, it just again, it was. It started off with Michaels and Benoit. Like pushing each other out of the way to fight Triple H. Then Triple H took a bump and was out of the ring, laid out, so we could have Triple H, uh, Benoit versus Shawn Michaels. Then we switched it and Shawn Michaels were laid out, so we could have Benoit versus Triple H. And tri- Benoit was out of the ring, so we could have Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. And the match just carried on along that theme. There wasn't really a triple threat element at any point. And it's just like, well, what? It's not a triple threat match for me when it does that. Like, I want to see all the three wrestlers go into war. I don't want to see two of them kicking another one out of the ring and then doing it. Um, how, there was a really like uncomfortable looking uh, spot where Triple H and Benoit were on the uh, announce table um, and Michaels came in, got involved. Triple H and Michaels looked at each other and they did like a, a stalling drop suplex from one um, announce table to the other and they didn't quite get the distance right and it looked like Benoit could be really hurt. Have um, you realized that Triple H only likes to lose his title in triple threats? Hmm. He does quite a lot, actually. However, in this, he he did he does take the pins or submissions. Yeah. He tapped, didn't he? Because he tapped to Benoit, um, and I'm, no, I think Jeff pinned Edge because Edge was champion going into that match. So I think Jeff pinned Edge. I think in both instances, the champion was the one that went down. But yeah, Triple H tapped to Benoit, which was like a big rub for Benoit. And, you know, Tony could have used that for good. And yeah, um, Eddie Guerrero coming out and stuff. Again, I think it was like yeah, the end of it made it was, you think it was that a it very, was more of a banger of a match. You know? It was a very well executed match. Probably not the right word. It was a very well put together match. And the oh, ending my. like made it feel better than it was. And I think it was the moment you got caught up in the moment of Benoit and Guerrero were on top of the mountain together. Maybe. Yeah. And I think um, that's why you look at that match because of the outcome. So you you yeah. you hype yourself about it, I think, more than if you just watch it as a wrestling match. Probably yes. not that great. I might have to go yes. re rewatch it because it is like eighteen years ago now. Eighteen years ago. Um, the last one I'm going to talk about is I'm on this list fine. for one reason and one reason only: recency bias. <laughs> Charlotte Flair versus Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. Decent, decent match. Yes. But nowhere near a top 15 all time. No, Sorry. no. It was an NXT match. <laughs> yeah, it was what you expect from an NXT takeover, to be yeah. fair. Like, it was a very good match. But recency bias has put that on the list. Yeah, I think Nobody so. did anything wrong. Well, yeah, somebody did something wrong. I was, I was going to say nobody did I mean, anything wrong, but then Io Shirai definitely broke Rhea Ripley's face with the moonsault at the end. <laughs> I mean, it was chaos, and that doesn't mean that it's oh, sorry, a good... Um, a good match. It's just it, it wasn't was a bad match. It wasn't bad, yeah, because there was like lots of this was, lot going on. This was probably the one that was the most triple threaty of the the non tag matches. Because I've already discussed how Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns wasn't a triple threat match, and you know this was probably the most triple threat of the of the five. And but it's also you know Charlotte doesn't put anyone over. Don't forget. So you know, no, it's all but she did Charlotte. definitely put both superstars both over of in them. match. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, it wasn't particularly crisp, but 
I sometimes like it when it's chaotic and triple threat. You want it a bit rough and authentic. And it looked like a bit of a fight at times, you know, because you yeah. know, it was a bit clumsy. But... It looked like two people resented the uh, overpushed superstar that they didn't think deserved to be there. Yeah. Which is what they were going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I liked when she like went into like the cat flap window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, they tried um, to make it look a bit like a, a little bit of a Shawn Michaels moment, and it just opened instead of smashing. <laughs> but yeah, it's nothing against them. Any of the matches were great matches. They're just definitely not top 15 all-time triple threat matches for me. Absolutely not. That list that we got sent, go fuck itself. Decent. In, in the say, room, like, I don't think I had about, a bad match. I think we probably, from the top Picked 15, probably four or five of them from that 15. Yeah. Because like for me... The one for me that I've always gone to when it comes to triple threat would be, uh, there's two of them, uh, Rock, Angle, and Taker, I think at a Vengeance. And um, the two out of three falls for the European and Intercontinental title between Angle, Jericho, and Benoit. They would be like my go-to triple threats and they weren't even on the list. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I blame Gio. Right. What's this list right. challenge? So, Hit us up. I've Wait. seen uh, all, all over TikTok is like, oh, the best WWE returns, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And it got me thinking. I was like, right, are these the best? Are the ones that I've seen the best? And then I thought maybe to go of all time is going to be difficult. So I thought, you know what, let's narrow it down. Because, you know, like I mentioned in the in the group chat here, I don't want to have to try and explain Bruno yeah, Sammartino returning from World War One. Exactly. Geo will pull out like, fucking Luke from Bushwhackers came back to some bingo yeah, yeah. in 1987. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want to be I don't want to be talking about them ones because we've got to try and keep it fresh, keep it keep it as as recent as possible. So I've gone from 2000 onwards. That's January 2000. You don't have to worry about any specific mode, but anything from 2000 onwards. So I pick three returns each. We'll use two. You've got one as a backup in case somebody else uses one. Right. Um, Rumble returns don't count. Because yeah. they're on uh, Rumble returns as great as they are, they're made better by the fact that they're at the Rumble. Would Edge's return have been as good if it had been at a backlash? No, so don't I don't count Rumble returns. Um, like I mentioned, Edge he's returned about seventeen times since his Royal Rumble return. They don't count because it was a case of he disappeared for two months because of his contract. And he's actually making um, a return. Pony had in a cell match at the Rumble yeah, yeah. Finn or something. Yeah. Um, Legend appearances? Nope. So, for example, Ric Flair's birthday when so uh, Carlito's five-minute thing at the Rumble are not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. Um, and Hall of Fame appearances are also out. Okay. Can be from any of the products, so WWE, AEW, Impact, New Japan, Ring of Honor, any as long as they stand out. And So, within the last 23 years, and not Royal Rumble, no. Hall of Fame, or Legend appearance. Here's the good thing I wanted to throw in. And this is why Jerry was like, Gio's really quiet and I'm worried. So. Oh, he's actually been thinking. Some of these I have. Some of these were just like, I was looking at returns and everything. They were just promos. I say that if it's a promo one, it has to be the return promo plus whatever their first match back is. Okay. Okay. So we're not just like reviewing. Oh, someone still came back. And oh, cut a two-minute promo. You got to go with a promo and whatever their first match back was. All right. And watch their first match back. Because one of, one of them is horrible, but yeah, sure. <laughs> well, who, who wants to... Who's starting this out with their list? Uh, uh, or, I don't mind going no. first. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I, I'm struggling about the. Well, I keep arguing. So I've not I'm got them now, yet. so we'll start I know them my next first week. One. I know my first one because I've always. Yeah, I've not got them ready now, there's, but we'll start them next ever week. Really been, the, the one, the reason that I always pick one is because it's the last time I remember being shocked, like properly, like wait, what? You know, I had no clue, but yeah. I swear, if yeah. you pick the first pick that I'm, I got going. Yeah, you're going Fuck last you. then. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are going last this time because you stole Darius. <laughs> you stole my triple threat and made me watch that Saudi triple threat. Disgusted human being. You will burn in hell for making I'm me sorry, watch I can't read my notes. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you, you don't make read. notes. <laughs> um, right. 
Ric Flair wants to do one last match. Do we care? Exactly. <laughs> like, stop, Rick. Like, Did we just have yeah. one last match? That's what I thought. Just stop, man. No one wants to see it. Like this documentary coming about Ric Flair. We know everything about Ric Flair. I'm done with it. Like there isn't anything any wrestling fan knows. You know? It's the things that they're going to miss out that are the things that would make the documentary watchable. Yes, exactly. Like, the like I don't care about Ric Flair, the wrestler. I care. I want to know more about Ric Flair, the horrible bastard. Yeah, like, I want to know more about to... Ric Flair doing helicopters in the in the airplane. I want us. To, I want. The, I want to know the things that make us not want to like Ric Flair because Please. they keep forcing down why Ric Flair's the best. He's not. Uh, the level up announcer Suda Shah has just left. Who? Yeah, exactly. Apparently, him and Byron Saxton have been calling WWE NXT level up, but he's just he's left today. All right. I didn't even. I don't think I've ever watched level up. Level up just feels like two hundred five to me. But two hundred five was great. You need you need to watch level up just to see the like the over the top gimmicks that they got going on over there to try to. See if they're working regular NXT. They have a wrestling security guard. Oh my god, is that where I could see the reincarnation of Duke the Dumpster Drossy? I need it. Probably. They legit <laughs> have a dude. What was the worst gimmick guard. that you enjoyed? Here you go. The worst gimmick that you know was terrible, but you enjoyed it. Because mine would be a toss-up between Duke the Dumpster Drossy and Repo Man. I loved them both. Right? Loved them both. But they were horrible. What about, like, for you guys? What was the one that you know was horrible, but you loved it? As a kid, UG. I liked... Look, UG. as a kid, I liked Battle Cat. Uh... Oh! <laughs> Speaking of... Uh... <laughs> Returns and stuff. You know where I was talking about? Oh, my God. Yeah. He had, like, six matches in a cat suit and did flips, and it was the Best shit ever. Who was the guy with the great promos? Was it Wayne Gacy? What was his name? Will and oh, Mercy. Will and Mercy. Oh my god, them promos were amazing. But as a wrestler, he was horrible. You went off him quick, but his promos were the best. Dude, it's because the guy at that point in his career was like fifty something years old. Oh, but the promos were god tier. Right, God, sorry, Damo, about returns. Have we got any updates from Geo um, with regards to his boy, the Bushwhacker, at this year's Rumble, and is Geo managing him? <laughs> Gio, you're oh going to be at the Rumble with Bushwhacker Luke. I can't disclose that. <laughs> the Saudi investors have told me to keep quiet. <laughs> <laughs> do you, like, how, like, do you, do you ever speak to him since? You ever, did you stay in touch? <laughs> Bushwhacker Luke, I managed him once. Do you think I got his phone number? And I'm like, hey, Luke, me, you. <laughs> Come rumble. Let's, do it. Let's run it back one more time. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm disappointed that you've not got his number. Yeah. Because I absolutely that hope that you would just thing. like, oh, yeah. Look, I, got, I think I got Scott Steiner's yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course you have. Uh, right. Look, I did want to read. I don't I have an you, idiot. Me and my friend were in charge of like, doing his hotel and his flight and everything so we had to like have his phone number so we knew when he landed he has done some shit eh? right. you should write a book to you you know uh, right i don't have an idiot but i did enjoy i do dan lambert's well, okay to... let me do dan lambert's do, little interview first okay fine let we're me do it no we're, not... no we're doing it uh separate shows next... you got next week yeah yeah no i know i'm saying we gotta like name our list first no, we don't. We no. need to think. I need you to get my list. Damon's going to do it next week. It's going to be one a week. We'll put them into the group chat so that we know we've not got the same ones. You guys want to do it that now. way. Yes. 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 Right. So Dan okay. Lambert's interview. First of all, on AEW. If you like hardcore stuff, if you like some Lucha Libra, if you like some real technical stuff like uh, FTR, it's one of those things where the sum of all the parts is less than those parts. Something about the whole thing and you mix it in with the fans and the audience, it kind of makes me sick. AEW fans, all they do is whine, all they do is bitch, all they do is moan. If I wanted to do that every Wednesday, I would just sit at home with my wife. So I took a little break and I'm back home and readjusting and figuring out what's next in the future. I really don't like their fans. 
<laughs> yes, Dad Labbert. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I've been I've been meaning to talk about this for like and that meant to talk about it last week when we returned and we haven't really got to touch on it, but my idiot of the week, what the fuck Quincy Elliott is what 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 is going on with this dude? Why? So he's he got he he's like a really shady dude. First off, he got oh. caught in like other Twitter chats and like other text chats talking oh, shit yeah. on the other wrestlers. Oh, then yeah, there's he went, quite a lot of stuff that come out on Christmas Day, wasn't it? Wow, Christmas Day. That's what I'm saying. We haven't really been around. I keep I forget to mention it. So then he did a, a Twitter space, which is like, you know, it's an open mic thing, and he like started shitting on the fans. And then, like, in the middle of it, it just got cut off. Like, somebody told him, fucking turn it off. Okay, but so, yeah, he, he made like, burner accounts to make transphobic yeah, comments to, yes. to a fan. He's denied it, saying it's not him. <laughs> but, yeah, he's he is denied it. He's calling people. On burner accounts. Shame, because he's quite <laughs> funny. Like, the stuff that he did with, who was it? Shotzi, Shotzi at that NXT show was really good. Oh, yeah. That was Somebody will post something on Instagram, and then one of his burner accounts would write, like, oh, you, you fucking talentless hack, you're ugly. Because <laughs> didn't it start? Like, wasn't Booker T, didn't Booker T say stuff to him, first of all? Yeah. Booker T tried to, they tried to say that he was homophobic towards him. Sounds like the dude a bit weird yeah he's not doing so good but yeah well there you go quincy you could be idiot of the month because we haven't we haven't looked at you since christmas day and probably for good yeah, reason he's named the super diva anyways of, 500 pounds i've seen him social media yeah super diva the uncle taker that's what his instagram says <laughs> oh dear fine Right, Quincy. Well done. Right. We'll be back with demos with three favorite returns. I can dig that. Explain the return and like the feud that followed and how why they mm -hmm. how long they've been out. We can do that. I know my one. Um it doesn't have to be WWE. No. Okay, because I've got one that I really enjoy. Way back. What was it? I was a you say way back. You remember when I'm I said it has to, to be date, yeah. as recent as 2000 onwards? That's what I need to find out is the date. Because <laughs> so now he's like, oh, when I was a whippersnapper. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it was right. close to 2000, but it might be. Is nine, would you accept late 99? <laughs> okay. Fuck off. I I know no, no, no. He doesn't get to break the rule. Okay. Fine. If the feud went into the, the 2000, then Fine. I'll accept it. Okay, cool. If the feud went into 2000. So you want to hope that feud ended at Royal Rumble? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, one of them I literally had until I realized that, oh, no, that, that's not 2000, was X-Pac returning. Oh, yeah, that was way. And I was like, fuck, that's That, for me, was like the first, sorry, I've always said that that, for me, is the first Monday after Mania when he returned. That's when Royal After like, Mania started, yeah. I think. I was like, damn it, that's 98. <laughs> Right, on that bombshell then, we're going to go watch some returns. Not a bad tw Twitter hole to fall down, actually, though. <laughs> you can think of worse Twitter, uh, YouTube holes to fall down uh, than yeah, can returns. Yeah, we, can we keep doing these challenges? Because then I don't have to be the one to suffer. Y'all get to suffer with me. We will, That's yeah, we'll look at it. Because, these challenges in. Yeah, because then it's like one big challenge a month because we then spend three weeks trying to yeah, fix yeah. it. And then the fourth one is make a new challenge sort of thing. So... Yeah, yeah. Like, well, we're I, gonna try. I, I don't have to watch these shitty pay per views by myself anymore. Exactly. So, any ideas? Throw them in. We'll uh, we'll give it a we'll give it a go. Right, I'm off to watch Big Meaty. Any of you hit me with your best <laughs> IT podcast? I had to say that. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> Big Meaty. <laughs> I had to. Woo. Big Meaty. I needed it. I need it in my life. <laughs> um yes right we're back on a regular routine now on a wednesday that's nice um as long as i behave myself and stay healthy 
I'd like Sorry to go a little bit of a tangent there, but my one rule, you will not get me to watch any ICP wrestling match. He's always said that for the whole time nope. we've done that. Insane Clown Crossing was just <laughs> a big happening. fat no. <laughs> so, Celebrity Challenge is, and Geo gets ICP. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Don't give any ideas. Um, uh, right. Okay, uh, guys. I will catch you both next week.